The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. Yeah, the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Quam Last Sports Talk. Alex Pence in the studio, Jimmy Lachey. We are live. It is a Tuesday morning. We have a lot to talk about. We talked some Spurs yesterday. We talked some Miami Heat. We didn't really finish up the Miami Heat. Got into some football conversations across the board. Board that was from the young kids and mothers wanting their sons to play football and to the NFL. It was a great question asked by Alex. Even though with all the deaths, we talked about Tony Gwynn. We talked about um, Robinson and a lot of guys passing away at an early age who played major sports. Even after death, is it still feasible for, does it even make sense for parents to let their, allow their kids to play that major sport? Um, we got into that discussion. We got into one that Demery was talking about. Uh, we was about to get into one. I kind of almost forgot about it, but he said something about Miami Heat. Do you remember what it was? Uh, just talking about where they go on from here and uh, what do they do with LeBron James. I think that was the last aspect of it. Well, that's one of the things we won't get into also. Yeah. Uh, what, is, what, what is the Miami Heat's destination? But before we get into that, and I heard something today on, on the, uh, one of the sports shows when, before I left the house, it was who had the better career or who's the better, hmm, who's better between Kobe and Tim Duncan. And it, it was crazy to me. First thing it made me thought of because it said both of them have five rings in this generation. But how do you, how do you say who's better between those two guys? They did different things. They had different ways of going about it. Um, and, and one of the things were that Tim Duncan had his same coach forever. Kobe has his five championships. With uh, three of them was with Shaq. Change of coaches had to bring somebody in. I think they took a year off, then he came back on. I don't know how you say who's better. So if you can say who's better between those two, then who's the best athlete, who's the best basketball player that ever played the game? This is a long, drawn-out, uh, debatable conversation that can go on forever. It's because if if you like who you like, you're going to find a reason. If he has the numbers or if, if he's in that conversation or he or she is in that conversation, you're going to find a way to put them at the top. So I ask you guys now, who between Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant? And, and, and there's really no real right answer uh, because I, I personally don't feel like you can, you, you can argue the two, but you can't really say it's that guy because of this because both of those guys are doing something different. Um, Tim Duncan's won a championship in three different decades. He hasn't changed his game. He, he's, he's adapted by getting older, but he's always played the right way. Shaq made the joke during an All-Star game that was, that was uh, recorded about calling him Mr. Fundamentals, and that's kind of where his name started. Uh, he played four years in college. Kobe played zero. Uh, Kobe has had better teams in a bigger market. Uh, 
Tim Duncan, Greg Popovich, they've just played the right way with what they've had. They've done everything organically, as I've said a million times on this show. They do it through the draft. They do it through low-key free free agent acquisitions. They don't bring the up-and-coming rising center that the Lakers have been known to do, Wilt, uh, Kareem, and then Shaq, and then Dwight Howard didn't work out so well. But that's how the Lakers do it. They they get players. I mean, take away Magic's uh, team where, the, where they drafted everybody, James Worthy, Byron Scott, everybody like that. But... They put people around Kobe where Tim Duncan, they did it through the draft, and uh, they did it in a system. And I would, I would answer, as a Laker fan since the day of my first breath, I would still say Tim Duncan. And, and, and I was going to ask you this. Do you think that if he was you know, an attractive guy, an outgoing guy, oh. that he would be Tim Duncan, that he would be more famous than he is now? And we can talk about that later, but I've always thought about that because Kobe was a sex symbol, and then he was a sex symbol for the wrong reasons afterwards. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you have these guys that are in the face of media, So, but I would still say Tim Duncan. Yeah, no. Um, uh, beauty does has his markability. You know uh, what I mean? Well, look, well, look at me. You Girl. can market me. Um, but you do. You can, you can market handsome guys, uh, distinguished gentlemen, beautiful women. You can market those guys. It is it's tough. One of the first things we said when we saw that um, when we saw Kawhi Leonard gets the MVP, first thing we said, what? He'll have to cut his braids. He don't have to, but I'm about to market you. Uh, yeah. and, and, and then Carmelo, he, you don't have to because you are your own person. Your, your hair is, you see a lot of these kids back in the day, let's say, let's go back 15 years ago, how these kids was rebelling. That was their way of rebelling. And they, before them, it was uh, protesting. Uh, it was kids doing this, kids getting tattoos and all those stuff. You can, you can be who you are and how you want to be that guy. But when I'm marketing you, uh, there's an image. And you got to understand where you are and who am I marketing you to. I'm not marketing towards everybody. I'm marketing to a certain group of people. Uh, so, yeah, to answer your question on the back end of that, yes. You think so? I don't see uh, Tim Duncan as a, an ugly guy. I think he's just Tim Duncan. You know, guys get more handsome when they have more money. <laughs> if, if Tim Duncan looked like David Beckham and David Beckham looked like me, we would not have known who David Beckham was as much, and we would definitely know more about Tim Duncan across the globe of people and not just basketball lovers and not just hate Tim Duncan for no reason whatsoever. Well, see, I, I don't like people who just hate somebody because they don't want to be the fan because he's on a, another team. I don't like Kobe Bryant. Yeah, welcome I, to Arizona. I respect Kobe <laughs> Bryant. Kobe Bryant is a monster on the basketball court. He would be one of the top five guys I pick if I was picking a pick up, pick up game right now. And I know he had Achilles and a knee surgery. You got to go into this guy's passion for what he's done all his, his entire career. Now, when we talk about who's the best, one of the things you was mentioning that Tim Duncan went to college four years, Kobe didn't. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that had anything to do with it because then you can look at a young guy learning how to play as opposed to an older guy or more experienced guy. Not to call Tim Duncan older, but more, I'll call him more experienced because he had the opportunity to play four years at Wake Forest. Uh, I, he did have an opportunity to play under a future Hall of Fame coach, or not future, a Hall of Fame coach in Greg Popovich. Popovich. He had those things. Um, so when you take a Kobe Bryant, and I'm not making a, I'm not making an argument for Kobe. I'm just saying I didn't understand the, what LeBron, what uh, I'm sorry, Tim Duncan did, and as opposed to what Kobe didn't do or have, can make one better than the other. Because I said this was a on loan debate, on loan argument. Yeah. You, can deb- you can debate this till the wheels fall off. But 
you talking about a guy in Kobe who played with Shaq and got three rings under Phil Jackson, who's another Hall of Fame coach. You talk about him coming in and playing under who was he left after that? He had one or two other coaches. Rudy Tomjanovich, yeah, was one. Tomjanovich for a year. Um, then he came in and got D'Antonio. But but before those guys, he found a way to win two more rings um, without Shaq. And I know they, the Tim Duncan and the San Antonio Spurs, they do it their way, how they do it, which is. And we we would call it like the Patriots way or the Tim uh, San Antonio Spurs way, and the Los Angeles Lakers do it their way. They go out there to get a big guy. They all we know we've known them to have centers over there in Los Angeles. Yeah, the big difference between Tim Duncan and Kobe coming into the league is it took took Kobe three years to know how to play in the NBA. Tim Duncan was one of the leaders of that team right away. I mean, I know we had David Robinson. He had David Robinson. I understand that, but. And, and Avery Johnson, Sean Elliott, Mario Elliott, they had a lot of uh, veteran guys. But Tim Duncan came in, and he was ready to be there right away. He could have come out after his after his uh, junior year. Do you, put it, you put any weight on that? 100%. As, I'm talking about, do you put any weight on that as far as the position? The position is totally different. Well, yeah, but also, Tim Duncan, he, he didn't, and, his and, learning curve wasn't as... As highly arched, so to speak, as Kobe's was. Right, because if I get a big man and I want him to play right away, and I, all I need is five minutes out of him at a time throughout a game, and not Tim had more minutes than that, but all I tell him get on the block, get the ball, and make a play. Yeah, I, that's that has nothing to do with anything but what you've always done at Wake Forest. But if I got a point guard and Kobe, and I got he got to distribute the ball, he got to learn his triangle, he has to uh, find an open man, even though, and we know Kobe as today. He's attack first, score first. He has to do all those things and put all that in the background to distribute the ball to the big guys on the court. Yeah. I, it, so I think the position well, has also, something to do with it. Kobe's athletic and Tim Duncan isn't. So Tim Duncan has had a lot of work to do to, to, to build his craft down low. The bank shot. That was the first thing that we ever knew him for, the 17-foot bank shot. That's fundamentals. That's 1970s basketball. You know, that's he, he he runs up and down the court, he's athletic, but he has zero like raw athleticism that all these guys have in the NBA nowadays. So you have to learn how to play your position to a T, which is what Tim Duncan did, and the to answer your question, the four years in college helped with that. A lot. Yeah, but uh, okay, uh, it does cuz he has more experience of being a basketball player. Uh he's gotten older, but a guy who has five rings along with him is Kobe Bryant. Kobe so wouldn't have won any without Shaq. He wouldn't have won those three without Shaq. Okay, then Tim Duncan wouldn't have won without David Robson. And David Robinson was on the end of his career when Tim Duncan came in. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. That's not true at all. So, okay, so we can argue. He wouldn't have won those with Shaq. Now, who do you take away from Tim Duncan so we can say he wouldn't have won those with that guy? You Tim Duncan can't go in there and win it by himself. If that's the case, he will have seven rings. I think David Robinson think, had been in the league like 10 years when, when Tim Duncan got and, drafted. And still yeah. very serviceable. Tim, Tim, David Robinson could have played uh, longer. He left on top. When he got those second, that second mm-hmm. ring, he took off. And when he, when he, he had that second a, ring, he was averaging like seven points a game in the playoffs. Because who was so emerging? Who was emerging? Who taught him how to play the game? Shaq didn't teach Kobe how to play the game. No. Who taught him how to play the game? Don't now. I'll, I'm not uh, diminishing David I know, Robinson. I know, I know. Because I know saying. he's one of the greatest uh, humans, greatest citizens to ever play in the league. Look on that roster that Tim Duncan came into and tell me who you can take off there and they still he still has Obviously, they stunk the year before because they got the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. So they weren't that good. Right. So Yeah. yeah. But it took time. They still had the Hall of Fame coach. I think their first year without David Robinson um, – no, you, they, they wouldn't have won without David Robinson. But their second 
championship, it was all Tim that Duncan. That was Tim Duncan right there. Because Tim Duncan. I mean, even the first one, I mean, it was all Tim Duncan, but at the same time, he, you know, you had to, you can't, uh, you cannot double team David Robinson in the right. post. So with David Robinson on the end of his career, you know, Tim Duncan, like, he, he satisfied his career from the get go, from the start. And, like, Kobe didn't do that. And. No, Kobe, Kobe, was, Kobe was sitting on the bench, actually, when he, he came into the league. Exactly, yeah, so he yeah. couldn't even have right, a chance to right. do it. Kobe's had greater highs and lower lows, and that's what it is when you come in as a younger guy. Who's the first guy you take? I, mean, I know you take two. Out of the I, two? Yes. You, you build, hey, you, are, you build, are, we talking, are we talking top five all time? No, that, you, for, uh, we talking for about, a starting lineup? We talking Kobe coming out of high school, David Robinson coming out of four years of Wake Forest. Who's the first guy you take? Well, obviously they took Tim Duncan. I'm asking you. I would take Tim Duncan, 6'10". You can't teach height, number one. Kobe, you didn't know much out of Laurie Murray in high school besides, yes, besides he abused high school. We knew. <laughs> you know, he, he just, I mean, he crushed everybody. He averaged like 33 and 15 during high school. The same thing LeBron did. He, LeBron, yeah. was, LeBron was aimed at, who do you take? Okay, then I can say, who do you take, LeBron? Well, it's easy we, now, It's easy to say now because they just the won the championship. Yeah, but, you saying Tim Duncan, if they would have lost this year, I probably would have said Kobe. But it was, a, see, I, see I, okay, I hear that. But when you're talking about uh, building a team, and you and you've done your research, your research on, on these guys, Tim Duncan. I can I can build with this guy. He has more experience. Put him down on the block. I build some people around him. I take Tim Duncan. I t- okay, then that's that's one way. Then I look at Kobe. And I've done my research. This kid right here, he's 17 years old. I got 27. I got 15 easy years with this guy, barring any injuries. Um, and Kobe didn't start getting hurt really until three years ago. Three years ago, two he started ago. getting two years ago. Yeah. He had an Achilles, first major injury to kept him out of games. Then he had a knee because probably through the rehab of baby in one side and other side, and we tell ourselves not to do that, <coughs> but it happens. So, you know, arguably, I don't think this I don't think is you could just say that guy had the best career. You gotta look at what these guys one is in San Antonio, one is in LA, one the LA uh Lakers build their team a certain way, and so, so does the San Antonio Spurs. You can't say that if he didn't have Shaq, they wouldn't have won. He didn't have Shaq, they won. But you say he didn't have Shaq, they won three. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't have Shaq because they traded Kwame Brown for Paul Gasol. Yeah, well, Kwame, that was Brown, Jerry, Kwame Jerry, Brown was a waste of money. That was Jerry West's last gift to the Lakers because he was the GM of Memphis The, the only time. thing about <laughs> Kwame Brown is his first name. Other than that, he was terrible. Yeah, he had the worst hands. I probably have better hands than he does. Uh, no, and, and you have an interesting point because say San Antonio drafted Kobe, and the Lakers drafted Tim Duncan. They hypothetically still got speaking, five rings. no, it's they. Kobe was perfect for the big spotlight in L.A. Tim Duncan was perfect for the for the mid major that is San Antonio. The coaches worked well together uh, with their respective players. Phil Jackson handles talent. Greg Popovich handles. Uh, they draft individuals based on personality. That's a major, well, major part. Think about, yeah, you got to yeah. think about the law. Lo- the LA. Lakers don't care like that. You got to think about <laughs> L.A. You got to think about it was showtime. That's all you thought the Lakers for was showtime. Let me bring a guy here from high school that can continue this showtime. And, it, it, and this was, if Kevin Garnett didn't succeed the way he did, they might not have drafted Kobe that high. You understand because Moses Malone was the first one to come out in the eighties, and he, and he did or in the late seventies. He did a fantastic job because he was seven foot two eighty two ninety. He was a rebounding beast, so you didn't really have to teach him much once he got there because he already had a skill. Was Malone seven foot? I thought he was shorter than that. Moses six ten. Yeah, I think yeah, Moses Malone six ten. He was shorter than that. You can box him out. I tell you, we'll, we'll finish up this on the other end of the break, and we'll get into the question: Where does Miami go from here? Kwame Sports Talk, Alex Clancy, Demery Lachey. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America. 
America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. Look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's, come on. Let's play drug code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. Yeah. Are we going to play porn and music or not? This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Discretion is advised. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. That's the number. Alex Clancy's in the studio. You can reach him or check out what he have going on. What happened to Rent Sport? I'm, I'm I'm getting back into it. I've been writing some things. I just haven't um I just haven't posted Post them yet. Hey Clancy Corner. Uh, Jim Lachey, I don't, I don't even know what he's doing. The Twitter's coming. The Twitter account is coming. <laughs> it takes two seconds. It's coming. It's it takes coming. two Alex. seconds. Alex, it's coming. All right, fine. I'll be looking forward to it. Get it going. I'll be looking forward to it. Tiger Woods. We're gonna have battles on there. Just everybody follow me. Yeah, we're gonna battle. We're gonna talk. Y'all gonna battle on what? Uh, talk on, on Twitter. Um, like for, well, I ain't for fans. I go stuff. Charlie Sheen on your ass. Yeah, right. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Tiger Woods is hitting golf ball. Tiger, Tiger Woods is hitting four shots, uh, including hitting with his driver. Oh, boy. Uh, so maybe, Alex, you may get what you want in him playing in a, another tournament without him grimacing. Um, we were talking about the who arguably in this generation is the best. I don't think you can really, unless you're just a fan of that guy, that being Kobe Bryant and Tim Duncan, unless you're just a fan of that guy, I don't know how you could just say this guy is now characterized. Yeah, Tim Duncan wins out, but we wasn't talking about character. Well, oh yeah, well I mean, so many add, things you want to add the character. Well, because to well, him. that's part of Tim Duncan's allure. Exactly. Now, Kobe is Kobe. Kobe is a monster. He comes out, he bites your head off. That, that's that's Kobe. Uh, especially when he, he's a guy who can run another superstar out of the town. When you can get, you have to as an ownership, you have to choose between Kobe and Shaq, and you say, "Let me get Kobe." Well, and I think, and, and that team was built on big guys. The the icing on the cake for my argument is that Tim Duncan's the best power forward in NBA history, in my opinion. So you can't take somebody who's not even as the best in their position. Now, see, that's, Kobe. that's 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 kind of crazy. Why? Uh, well, I'm t- I'm, I'll tell you why. There's different positions. Yeah. So Kobe's not even the best at his position. But Tim Duncan being, in your opinion, Tim Duncan being the best in NBA history, power forward yes. in NBA history. Yes. Um, so he didn't need those guys to get the, the championship. What are you talking about? 
I'm talking about who's the better guy. Arguably, who's the better guy? Because I can't say Kobe's that guy or Tim Duncan guy. Now we see what Tim Duncan is, and I and I'm I'm a I can agree with that statement you made. Tim Duncan being the best, but you look at his numbers. Look what he's done. He's done it quietly, and he's done it in San Antonio. He's done everything you want a guy to do for your team yeah. in that structure. Now, when Kevin Durant was talking about Kawhi Leonard, well, you can say Tim Duncan's in that same system. I think Tim Duncan is the great. I don't. I don't know who you put. Carl Malone would be put? the only other one, but he has, he never won. Anything. No, Carl Malone don't have five rings. Uh, so now we can get into that argument about who's the best well, ever. Tim Duncan didn't play in the Jordan era either, so I don't know what's fair and what isn't fair with you, regards you, to rings. You're not going unless you just want to argue about some sports. None of this going to be fair mm-hmm. because you're going to find somebody you like unless the numbers are what they are. But then the first thing somebody's going to do is say, well, look what who he played with. Look who he didn't play with. Look yeah. what this guy played. You're going to always find something to, to combat a, a story that you want to get out there or a person you want to, to uh, pub up. But you gotta, you're going to find out that God's going to say, well, he played in the 80s. Well, the 80s basketball was the 80s basketball, so he, he achieved in that time he played in. Guys got faster, stronger, and quicker in the 70s. And in the, I'm sorry, in the 90s. Then in the 2000, they got same thing. The evolution of, of how these, what these athletes are and who they become, it changes. And then the dynamic part of it, if you can get a bunch of them and play at the same, at the same level at the same time and they understand their roles uh, on that team, whether that be football, basketball, baseball, even, when, even in track, even in track on a mile relay team or a different relay team, you understand it. Okay, I know I'm faster than you. I'm, if we talk about track now, I know I'm faster than you. I want to run first leg or I want to run last leg. Well, I need you to run the first leg to get us out there, get that momentum going. When you talk about the dynamics of athletes becoming be- bigger, stronger, and faster and quicker, now you got to talk about the chemistry you got to put them with. That's why uh, Carmelo Anthony can't make sense to me uh, on a team with LeBron James and Dwayne Wade because you still, Dwayne Wade is still Dwayne Wade. When you going to say, we're not giving you the ball? You have then you delegate yeah. then you delegate exactly yeah, you're that's exactly that. what they're going to say yeah. and you delegating Dwayne Wade to uh, uh, six points yeah, yeah. Just to the sixth man so, that's so what you, you do can, so you can hey, you gotta no be kidding way. me no way you gotta take Carmelo yeah first of all you gotta no, take no, Carmelo I don't, I don't in Miami I have to take Carmelo uh, it would be nice to have him oh but man Carmelo, you certainly Car- Carmelo can't Carmelo can't come in there and say give me the ball Who yes he can he's number he'd be number two because nobody he'd be number two in Miami okay I said number two yeah he'd be number two he can't come in and say give me the ball. Yeah, nobody, sure on, nobody else on Miami no, has listen, done that. You, you saying sure that. he can? No, they watching LeBron shoot. Yeah, exactly. But he can't come in. LeBron say, can't pass the ball to anybody anymore. He's saying exactly. he can't give me the ball. I'm saying LeBron is the number one option right there. So he can come in and say, "Give me the ball." Yeah, we talked about your uh, we talk, y'all, y'all talking about the great we, athletes because I'm a Carmelo Anthony fan. You okay. talking about great athletes? Now you talking about putting them together? And I, and and I chemistry don't. Work? I don't like him, and I'm still saying he's number two now. LeBron James, we talked about he this yesterday. He will be number two. He's in, a in he's Miami. a facilitator. He'll be number two in Miami, Le- but, but he's not gonna come say LeBron, give me the ball. Yeah, that would be great. And LeBron say, all right, but it goes to me first. Yeah, and of then, course. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Y- y- y'all coming in and say right now he's gonna get the ball. Yeah, I'm not saying he's gonna take the last shot in games. I'm not gonna well, say. He, gonna I, don't mind, LeBron's I don't mind. LeBron's gonna give him the ball I, a lot of times. I would want him to get the ball, take the pressure off him. The the one thing I would want for LeBron is. And you asked the question, where did last yesterday, where yeah. did they go from here? Yeah. As he is LeBron get more rest on the bench. Because he's killing himself. You see the minutes he played opposed to everybody else on that team? That was an outlandish that's a those two seasons. A season and a half. He played a season and a half because Dwayne missed a lot of uh games 
due to chronic knee injuries. Yeah, and problems. this this is going to be and and to your point, this is going to be the tipping point on how long LeBron is able to play in the NBA. Because if he continues to ride his body like this, he's not Superman. He's not. He he's gonna have to learn. You're right to take minutes. He's gonna have to play between 32 and 38 minutes a game instead of over 40 because for the whole year. Can always be effective minutes for him. Uh, instead, he yeah, but his to, body just wears down. Well, I know, but he want to be listed as the greatest or one of the greatest. He want to be. He, you want to talk about LeBron like we talking about Kobe, and I don't think we can talk about Kobe and LeBron in the same in the same sentence. According to what these guys done, LeBron is who's hot right now. He's he's who's number one right now. Uh, let us not forget that who Kobe Bryant was and who he still is. You forget the guy got hurt twice, back to back years. When has he ever been hurt before that? Now we can say Father Time's catching up, aging. He's going to revamp his game like Jordan did. Jordan's just twelve foot, start popping and dropping, killing yeah. teams. So but Jordan, has, so LeBron will have to take these minutes. LeBron's this, just going to have to start scoring the ball more. He's That's what to you're do, saying. Right? He's going to do what? Start scoring the ball more. Looking more to score than facil- But only in a time frame, though. So he can play. He wanted to be listed. You get a Carmelo Anthony, he can sit on the bench. Because Carmelo be, is the yeah. number one guy now. You got to have three number ones. What we thought they had in Bosch, Dwayne Wade, and because of Dwayne Wade, what he did before LeBron got there, before Bosch got there. So we thought they had them three number ones because of what Bosch did in Toronto. He, he played in Toronto. He was the number one guy there. When he came there, that just made him that much better. He averaged 25 and 12. I mean, it wasn't and, like he In Toronto. So? In Toronto. So what? Only, so you can say the same thing about Kevin Love, I, and I will. You will, and I will, because if that's the only thing you got, if that's the only option you got, I'm not saying he's not that guy. I'm just saying you put him with two more guys, he's not the first option. In Toronto, he's the first option. That's why he got 25 and 12. Yeah, Kevin Love is the first option in Minnesota. And you need to have a guy just. Yeah. You, you need, need to have to a guy yourself talking. You need. You need to have a guy like that in Miami. Say, say Carmelo. Hold I on. Agree with that. Hold on. I agree say with Carmelo that. went the first time. Carmelo and LeBron and Dwayne Wade went. They would have killed each other. Chris Bosh is able to take a step back. See that the team is more important than just the players. Chris Bosh has no choice but take a step back. Who you? You gonna go through Chris Bosh first? <laughs> you are living you, in Dwayne Wade in two thousand one. Dwayne Wade is I'm old. He's Dwayne beat Wade. up. Uh, the same way you live in your fra- your favorite players and you make excuses for them. Who? I'm not living. Whoever your favorite players are. Who are my favorite players? Oh, teams? I, I, I see the theory behind it. Who are your it. favorite players? I don't know. But I'm not living in a 2000 Dwayne Wade. I'm living in a Dwayne Wade who's aging. He needs to be the guy. sixth man in Miami. If he's willing to delegate himself to a sixth and man, And he will fine. because he's that kind of player. If I, they know bring he, Carmelo I know in. he's that kind of player because when LeBron came in, he was able to sit, take a back seat. Now, you think LeBron will take a back seat to Carmelo? No, or, I never said that. I'm talking to you. I didn't say you said that. When I say you said it, I said you said LeBron would take a back seat to Carmelo. I said, do you think he would take a back no. seat to Carmelo? No. No. When but I, I said, asked a question, I said Carmelo I Anthony. You, you don't know the answer about how you project your, your, your answer to the question. No, so, I said no. I said no, he shouldn't. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony will need 25 shots a game if he's going to go there. And I, he can get that, but I'm. But he's still was, not number one. I'm not saying he's he, number he, one. He don't have to be number one because Dwayne Wade was getting that when LeBron came there. And I said you had three. Bosh had to delegate himself to the number three or number two guy when he went to a team with Dwayne Wade. And the next thing you said before I can get to LeBron James and LeBron James was he he shot 12, 25 for twelve. He was twenty five twelve in Toronto. Yeah, he he was the only thing in Toronto. The, the, the Dwayne Wade was the guy in Miami, and I know what kind of person he is because he delegated himself to the number two guy. Yeah. Okay. To, to the best guy in the world. To answer this. A- athlete in the world. To answer this whole conversation, it would be catastrophic if Carmelo goes to Miami. Well, I don't know. Obviously, it doesn't work. 
obviously it doesn't work. I would like to see that if, but Carmelo Anthony has a kind of a mentality that Dwayne Wade has. It's still a team sport. You can't just put three of the best players in the game on one thing and just expect it to work. Miami did it. Yeah, they just got punished this year. They yeah, should have lost okay, last this year. Ha- that happened this year. They should have lost the, last they year too. Lost the four year. NBA straight finals. Yeah, and and what on. was their record? What was their record? Yeah. What was that? Two and two. Two and three. LeBron is two and three in the finals. Do you know zero. how many teams <laughs> and players in this history of ever playing any sport, even racquetball, would go four times to win two and say, I'll walk away from that? I can walk away from winning two championships and being there four times. Yeah. LeBron Look has zero L- ties L- to Miami. Belgium, Belgium. He went seven times. How many times did he win? Zero times. I'll take that seven times. I'll take going seven times, having a chance at it. I, I, I didn't win. She'd rather be Jim Kelly than never get there. No, what? what? Jim Kelly four, went four I wanna, times. I'd rather go to four Super Bowls. Do you know how they lost those Super Bowls? Jim Kelly had nothing to do with those losses. That damn kicker. He had Scott Norwood was one. <laughs> Scott Norwood won. The defensive coordinator calling some stupid play, uh, a cover three, when you got a running back coming out the backfield against a linebacker who can't cover. You watching that? I'm watching. I know. I remember that every four games they played and how they lost those games. They should have won those games. They had those games wrapped up. They had Pittsburgh, Dallas. They had those games wrapped up. Giants wrapped up. And they lose them in the final. The Giants one was And a it had one. nothing to uh, do with Jim Kelly. But no, to answer your question. I'd rather get there and have a chance to win it than never get there at all. Now, LeBron, now Carmelo Anthony is going to have to come in here and I, I'm not saying concede to LeBron James, but he know who LeBron James is. LeBron definitely know who Carmelo Anthony is. But now you got three, you got two number ones on your team now. So, all why I would like Carmelo on that team because LeBron gets to rest and sustain his career another two years. Wouldn't it be better if LeBron just went to New York and had Phil Jackson? No, no. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, stop it. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Wait, wait, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn is already it talking about. Brooklyn is already so- talking it, about selling that it team. Would be be- <laughs> it is. would be better. Yeah. To me, it would be better if he went to Cleveland. That's ridiculous. I, the reason I don't want to go to Cleveland because that owner don't deserve him again. Yeah, but he I think if he goes him. to New York, he'll take over the city like he took over Miami. Because Carmelo's not a New York guy. Oh, he was born there, right? Carmelo was born and raised. Went to Syracuse. Went to New- born and raised in New York. Went to Syracuse. Where is Oak Hill? Is Oak Hill, Pennsylvania? It's in, it's in Virginia. Oak Hill's in Virginia. Yeah. All right. Um, but I Academy. think if he, if he goes there, that's a better situation than in Miami right now. Because at least you have a guy in the front office that Phil Jackson and Pat Riley, I guess, are on the same plane. But you always take Phil Jackson, I, in my opinion. No, but there's you no always team take in Phil New York Jackson. right now. You got to look at New York. They have team no team in right Miami. Now. Who? Who do they have in Miami right now that if you would can, bank on? If they can get the big three back together, they're still going to be They're not a big three anymore. They still gonna be they in the still playoffs. They're gonna be accountable. You, well, they'll you be in the playoffs. Yeah, they'll be in the playoffs in New York if he goes there by himself. Don't you want to get in playoffs? I've always heard this, and I've always thought this. Once you get in playoffs, anything can happen. Yeah. I almost Look got at to Indiana. The, I almost got to the Super Bowl Chill. with the Cardinals. Uh, yeah. Too soon. We, uh, too, too soon. soon. They Too suck. Soon. They don't suck. <laughs> they get their stuff together. What do you mean? They're young. They would get they stuff together back. for a while. Yeah, it's once you get in playoffs, anything can happen, man. It, it's so you saying so you think. I think they still be relevant because they are in the East. The West play better competition. Yeah. A, a consistently better competition. Sure. Now, that's some competition in the East. So when you, when LeBron James go, if he goes to New York, who, who now is the guy? Because 
Carmelo going to Miami, LeBron is the guy. LeBron going to New York, who's the guy? Dwayne Wade was the guy, quote unquote, when right. he went to Miami. I mean, that was when true. Carmelo, when LeBron came, when there. LeBron came there. So for the first, I don't know, fifteen minutes of the first game, Dwayne Wade was the guy. They said that in the beginning, LeBron's like, "You're this is your team, blah blah." He'll say the same to Carmelo, that and then people are going to start six games. I know, yeah, and then, I know. I said, I said it for the first fifteen <laughs> minutes of the first game. I know, but then if Lebr- if LeBron hypothetically speaking goes to New York, it would be the same thing. Carmelo might put up a little bit more of a fight because he's a punk, but... Oh, you don't like the word punk, sorry. Uh, well, he was, I um, don't like the word he, he's punk. Not, he's not a team player. No punk, he might put up a fight because he's a punk. That don't even make sense. Punks don't put up fights. He might put up a fight because he's a selfish player. Okay, go But you, you see him on the court all the time. You're like, man, I'm pretty happy to have this guy on my team. He's a, He could do a lot more stuff than I can. I think LeBron needs to go. To, will finish in a big market somewhere. I, I truly believe that. I don't think he's going to end in Cleveland. He's he again. I've said this. He's an independent contractor. He's going to go where championships can be won. I think so. so this is new. So what you think he don't he don't he can't recruit guys to come to him, but he got to go to guys where NBA championships can be won. Well, is that what you're saying? I think he can recruit guys. However, how can you recruit a guy to Miami right now? Like this is Miami. I, I understand. So there's no state tax. It's South Beach. I, I have for, for about 15 minutes when I was 15. You must go ahead. Okay. Well, the state tax is huge. I would assume, right? I mean, that's no, why there's no state tax. I know. That's why Dwight Howard. One of the reasons why Dwight Howard went to Houston. Um, I just don't think Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade are a far cry from where they were three years ago. I mean, that's true, isn't it? Or four Le- years ago? LeBron's not either. But he's still the best. Sure. But Dwayne Wade is now on the tail end of his career. You have a coach that's questionable. What, what about you the, have no uh, bench? What about the young guys coming in? If they draft Shabazz Napier that they're supposed to do, I mean, I'd be excited. I would at least opt back in. I would what opt in if I was Joel Embiid. What about they get a, a, a guy who strictly plays defense and, and puts you in the mind of a uh, Sergey Ibaka? He, he he comes in and I'm playing defense. He comes in. And they have like the thirtieth pick in the draft, though. Yeah, I, I know he does. I, I know anything can happen in the draft. Anything can happen in drives. It's like anything can happen in playoffs. We've seen uh, Cleveland get the the number one pick. What four Again, times? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now I'm just I'm just throwing it out there because he they be 30, 29, 31. Yeah, but they need a big guy. You know. Yeah, but I mean, they, let's say Miami gets that, and they still have those same three guys. They don't have to pay this guy. He's a rookie. They don't have to pay him anything. Uh, but they can get rid of a. Uh, a bird man who was making what three million? Yeah, something like that. He's thirty five. They don't Stealing. have they don't have a bench. You know, but Shane well, Batty is retiring. Yeah, he's going to the booth. He's retiring. Yeah, he's gonna be fa- he's gonna be great with whatever he does. They don't have anything else. They really don't. Richard Lewis is almost good, about to retire. He's been okay. in the league a lot many years. But they so, don't have a bench. So then I ask again, LeBron, do you put an asterisk? Because he's gonna have, he's gonna finish up with five at least NBA championships, five at least. So you are gonna say? Um, have LeBron will travel. He's going to put an asterisk about that. And then put an asterisk by a guy who's going here, here, and there. It's an interesting question. Yeah. He's going to put going here and there, but he's winning. And he's going to teams that guys already have a superstar. He's the number one player in the country and the world right now because he's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I'm sorry, Kawhi Leonard, because he stopped him a couple yeah. times. But consistently in a four game, I don't know if that's happening. But – why don't why can't he recruit teams? Dwayne Wade recruited him to Miami. Yeah, and you asked what's in Miami. Well, yeah, no, and I but and, that, and but for, that was Dwayne Wade City. And for two years and for a year, 
Dwayne's from Marquette. He's no, he's I know, about, but I mean, he was drafted by oh, them. Okay. He was young. They took a chance on him, and he won a championship pretty much by himself. You said he took a chance on him. I don't know what you mean by well, that. Well, no, I'm saying that they they gave him the keys to the city as a rookie. You don't know what happens in the tournament. He had a triple double in the tournament. That's when people really, really started to know who he was. People that didn't know basketball. People who didn't watch him play in college. Right, but I mean, you watch a tournament. And then you see that he's this guy is something special. He was LeBron four inches shorter. No. What is he six four? No. <laughs> what he was? A, he was a triple he double guy. He, no, he, he wasn't throwing assists and getting rebounds. No, no way. He was a scorer. He was definitely Dwayne a scorer Wade. for Marquette. He was so, throwing 30, okay. 30 points in the tournament. Okay, so you have so he comes so he comes to Miami. He gets the keys to the castle. Yeah. Okay, and that's why I meant by taking a chance. You're giving a twenty two year old kid the keys to the castle. And no one else was there. You had Alonzo Mourning. Right. Alonzo Mourning was there. Yeah. Who played? Who I think he got defense uh, player of the year that year. Yeah, yeah. Shaq. <clears throat> well, no, but he didn't have Shaq the first year. When he won the playoff series he had by Shaq himself, the year. they didn't oh, win the championship. The third but year, he right. won a playoff series by himself as a rookie. Yeah. Then you saw, oh boy, this guy's special. Yeah. Okay. So now that's that's his city. Now he's been there what 12, 13 years, whatever. He recruits one of his good friends to come play there as a contractor to come win championships. You know, this and would take agents out of the business of a. Uh, yeah, a- because a- players are getting like a, so smart. P- players are talking to each other, and they're friends anyway. Yeah, they're they only not friends in doing competition. Uh, and if, if a guy can't understand that, if I give you an elbow, except except Carl Malone who elbows Isaiah Thomas in the head and give him thirteen <laughs> stitches, that's just nonsense. I understand he was known the battle. For his elbows. Yeah, I understand the battle. <laughs> but if you don't understand why we're in competition. That we in competition and we our friends before and after the game, and more so after the game. That I don't I don't know what kind of player I want you on my team. I don't know if I want you to be that guy on my team because you got friends while we playing the game. So where do you think he will go? Yeah, I just think he stays in Miami. So you think he opts back in and then signs an extension? Somebody going somebody going to have to tell him something because he got till June twenty sixth to opt in or opt out mm-hmm. and then same with Carmelo. Right and then he has um. Then somebody need to say, well, we're going to get this guy right here. We're going to make a push for Kevin Love. We're going to make a push for this guy. We may get Carmelo. Carmelo's probably looking at Chicago and um, Houston. Houston. So, Oh, Houston would be a big you, you mistake. Can't, you can't go into the season. Oh. You can't, I don't think so. But you can't oh, what, go they into don't, the Nobody plays defense. Uh, he's another James Harden. Why would you want to? That's catastrophic. James Harden will be all right. Go to Chicago, have, get beat up by Tom Thibodeau, and learn how to play real basketball. And maybe win a championship he in Chicago. Chicago. He's going to play defense. If he goes to Chicago, he's gonna play defense. And that's why he might not want to go there. Exactly, because if you you are who you are, you you when you're in your free agency, you go to a team where you feel like I can play the way I play my game. If you go to Chicago, you playing defense, or you ain't got to worry about Thibodeau getting on him. You got to worry about uh, uh, Joe Kim Neal getting on him. Do you think Dwayne Wade would ever go back to Chicago? No. Never go to Chicago. He's a Chicago boy, right? Yeah, yeah. he is, but yeah. I, he, he would never go back to Chicago. You don't think so? To he, end his like career? You, said, like you, always, you like can you always he, go back home, but that, that yeah. just don't like say Like you it. said, he built his career in Miami. Mm-hmm. They gave him the keys to the city early. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, well, Peyton Manning's no longer a Colt. So, I mean, I mean, things happen oh, to where... That's because you got a dumb owner in Jim Yeah, Hersey. yeah Jim Hersey. He, he, he was high. He, he, he was high. That's what it was. He's shopping him around while he's on the operating table, and... Out of disrespect, he didn't even tell Peyton that we about to trade you. We're gonna draft this guy. I'm sure it would have been fine. I'm sure Peyton Peyton Manning would love for Andrew Luck to be on that team with him. Say, yeah, that's the guy you should draft. Because they same agent, went to the same, went to Peyton Manning camps. But Peyton Manning didn't know he didn't know if he was saying, I would love for you to draft this guy so he can have my job next year. So now let me see how much I can get. You don't disrespect superstar, you don't disrespect Peyton Manning's other world. 
You just don't do it. It's a professionalism. Well, that Joe comes Montana? With that. Or Joe Montana. I he mean, goes same, to Kansas City. Same thing. Yeah, he goes to Kansas City. You, or Tom Landry, which I can never get over to mm-hmm. the day I die. You just don't do that to guys who made your organization what it is. And Peyton Manning did that. I know we talk about his his regular season and postseason, but there's no Indianapolis Colts if they, he's not a regular season, postseason guy. He took him to the two Super Bowls. He lost one, won one. Um, against like a college team. Against a college team? <laughs> Who? <laughs> the Bears? Rex Grossman's your starting quarterback in the Super Bowl? Come on. You not watching, Rex. You watching that defense. That I know. Defense I, know I know. I that know. Defense I got that defense that game. I Rex was it. just there. Rex was... Um, they lost the game. Rex was the same quarterback Baltimore had. Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Trent Dilfer. <laughs> you hate yeah. Trent Dilfer so much. I don't like Trent Dilfer. <laughs> I, I don't hate him now. I know. Hey, I, I don't, okay. I don't, I don't like how he talks. You don't like respect he, him. So, I, I, I so you don't I, like Trent Dilfer, but you like Russell Wilson. No. You saying that when... That's what, a, do you, you like that? Russell Wilson? Yeah. You, that, that's a little but, different, but, but though, Russell, isn't it? What's the difference? I, I'm going to tell you the difference. I don't like Trent Differ, um because he talked like he won those Super Bowls. Russell Wilson don't talk. Russell Wilson know that defense won that Super Bowl and Marshawn Lynch. I, as soon as Russell Wilson started talking like that and don't have the numbers to back it up, yeah. they – the linebacker for the linebacker for Baltimore goes to him, say, "Don't throw any more interceptions. Keep us in the game." <laughs> and, and what happens? He don't throw any more interceptions. The ball, they start running the ball. They start throwing little quick ones, and Ooh. the defense wins. That was he, such but, an ugly but, Super Bowl. Talking Russell different. Wilson gonna do because Russell Wilson he about to get marketed. Russell Wilson like, he is, he, he, Russell he is the marketed. Tim Duncan of the NFL right now. He's so understated. All he does is go play. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I'm saying I'm yeah, saying don't, don't I'm that. saying uh, <laughs> I'm saying demeanor wise. Demeanor okay. wise, he's a silent leader. He lets the defense lead. He takes what the defense gives to him, so to speak. I don't but even, it's the defense of his own I team. I respect that. So, I can't even I tell you that. how many commercials Tim Duncan has. Just just quiet guy. I just can't tell you how many. He has NBA commercials, yeah. like NBA playoffs. He he, you see no. him there. Yeah. yeah. But, but he doesn't say, tell me, ask me about my baseball career. Right. Ask me about my yeah, blah, yeah. blah. <clears throat> the yeah. State Farm Insurance. You can't market him. But no, to answer your question, Demery, I, Trent Differ, I like he invented the quarterback position and the way he talked. Now, he know his stuff. He's a quarterback. I would I would imagine that he knows his stuff. But don't talk like you won those Super Bowls. Well, like I mean, Super he did Bowl. what he's supposed to do. At his he didn't position. do nothing. He managed. He managed the offense. That, As a quarterback, that, you're a leader. Okay. You got to manage your offense. You got to run. I agree offense. with that 100. percent Who's the offensive coordinator? Who's the quarterback coach? The quarterback coach. When you in get Baltimore? those answers, you come back to me and I tell mean, me that's how good. But who's out he there t- making the throws? Who's out there running? He ain't making no throws. He, he making interceptions. Man, he was, you better watch that game again. <laughs> I can watch it. It was two guys over and over again. It was two guys. That was Ray one Lewis. game. You're talking about one game. I'm talking about a whole season. Compared to a whole season. Trim I'm talking about a whole season. In a regular Didn't season. Didn't they have Jamal Lewis, too? Yes. Who's got Who him? broke every uh, damn record right. that year. Okay. Okay, you but throw still. Alex Smith in that situation. You're not, you're not going to win the Super Bowl because he can't manage the game the That's way it. Trent Dilfer did. No, Alex, 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 Alex Russell Alex, Wilson does and the he, way Kaepernick does. He was able to manage the game later in his career. You're right. Uh, uh, I'm talking yeah, later. Alex Smith wasn't able to manage a 35-point playoff lead, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. So. Yeah, so he was able to manage, <laughs> manage the game later on in his career just like Trent Dilfer. You remember how many teams Trent Dilfer been on? This is Alex... Uh, Alex Smith's been on two teams, right? Yeah. 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 I'm saying... Trent Dilfer also was the number one overall pick. Right. I'm saying this guy... So was Alex Smith. He, I said he, he wasn't. Was a, oh, you Trent said he was. Oh, I thought you said he, he was. was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was... Um, no, he... he, he I, I imagine he knows his job, Trent Dilfer. But when I, when, I, when I look at that team and when I talk to those guys on that team, on the defense, let me, let me say that, mm-hmm. who's really the team. When I talk to the guys on that team... Just like Chicago Bears, we mentioned that with the the uh, Rex Indianapolis Rex. guy, huh? You talking about Rex Grossman? 
Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Rex, Rex didn't manage the game. Same thing. He was it. When you got plenty of positions to be successful, I know a lot of guys take advantage of that, and I know a lot of guys who don't. Rex, uh, Trent Different took advantage of being able to run forty something plays, fifty something plays a game on offense when that defense was having three and outs or the turnovers or getting the ball. Do you know how many they led the league? And scoring on defense, Trent Different had nothing to do with him scoring them scoring on defense. They led the lead in takeaways. They led the lead in rushing yards, passing yards. That was the number one team compared to the 1985 Chicago Bears. And then we come to Chicago Bears, who played the Indianapolis Colts, who had who also had a great. Well, I don't know if they should have got there. The Cardinals had them, and well, they would have still got there. That wasn't a playoff game, but they was arguably one of the best defense. They arguably is one of the best defense that ever played the game. And it has nothing to do with Rex Grossman trend different. It has nothing to do with the San Francisco 49ers being a great defense and has anything to do with Alex Smith. When you give them opportunities, they're going to find their way. And then you got to look at the, who's the offensive coordinator, who's the quarterback coach. A lot of guys don't get quarterback coach. You just got an offensive coordinator. You don't have a quarterback coach, and we wonder what happened to this guy. When we talk about Peyton Manning being traded for while he's on the operating table, well, Andrew Luck is that guy. He could come in and play right now, which he did, was able to do, um, and he still has a lot to grow from his two years in the league because last year he destroyed through so many interceptions. I didn't know who team he was on. How do we get to this? Alec, uh, Demery. <laughs> oh, yeah. Demery. There's a new guy. There's a new guy. Demery. 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 Got, the got to be ranting, ranting and raving over that. No, I, I don't like – you're right. When I look at a quarterback, I got to see a great manager, a great manager. You got to be probably at one point I'm like, God, this guy could be a head coach. A lot of guys can manage the game, but a lot of them just robots to say, when I started scouting guys, I scout the receiver. Receiver was no longer relevant to me. I scout the quarterback. Then I scout the guy who gave the quarterback the play. Then I went to the head coach. Find out who's relevant on that team, and then you find out who can play. Rex Grossman just did. He, whatever play was called in, he just ran it. Yeah. I mean, and, and one glaring issue, but, uh, one glaring difference between Russell Wilson and Trent Dilfer slash Rex Grossman, it's Russell Wilson's second year. So, I mean, this is like, this is a perfect setup for him. Good defense, good running game, that's it. Ben Roethlisberger, good defense, great defense, mm-hmm. great running game, and a shoestring tackle on somebody. Remember Ben yeah. Roethlisberger? Kelvin had a huge, Hayden, yeah. Hayden yeah. Coach. Yeah, so, oh, 2005. Oh, just punishing <laughs> 2005. you. <laughs> Jerome Bettis, fumbles the ball on the goal line. You have a clear zone, and you have to get past one big dude, and yeah. that was it. So, I mean... The best recipe for a young quarterback is a great defense and a great running game. So that's what Russell Wilson had, and that's why you can't compare the two because Trent Dilfer was 75 years old when he won a Super Bowl. And now he's on. He's an analyst on ESPN, and he thinks that he's the greatest thing known to man. Do you, think the same about, do you think the same about Tim Hasselbeck? Or Tim Hasselbeck went more fantasy, yeah. so it's yeah. different. Tim Hasselbeck, I could put him in the same category, but you're right. He's not talking to somebody. He's talking fantasy football. But He's can't you about, learn a lot from watching film and stuff? Because quarterbacks are very cerebral guys. I mean, you have to give them the credit of that. All quarterbacks are not smart. I, I understand. Just, all of them are not smart. But just they, because he had a good team and had a good defense and had a good running game doesn't mean he was an awful quarterback. I think you can learn a lot from quarterbacks because they have to study the game. You think about the linebacker and the safety who has to study the game like the quarterback. Because you got to line your team up. you got to make adjustments. I had to make every adjustment on that field. The quarterback has to make adjustments, and he has to manage the clock. I don't have to manage the clock. I just got to know he got three seconds. Here, here's where they are on the field. Here's their favorite plays. This is the down and distance. Here's our Tennessee. This is what they like to do. I narrow all that down in my head to two plays. So now I line my guys up, and I, we take a chance. 
But if we wrong, we wrong together. So everybody's still covered. Everybody's still in position. Now I don't know. I don't call every right play. I didn't call every right play. But if we was gonna be wrong, we was gonna be wrong together. So every base, so everything was covered. We're not gonna have five guys playing this this coverage and then six guys playing another coverage, and we get eight up. There's gaps in those defenses. Yeah. There's gaps in those. And, and offensively, you gotta know if we didn't cover one or cover two, if we didn't cover three, you gotta know there's a strength and weakness to all those defenses. Jim Fossil, uh, one of the guys that helped me, he was the offensive coordinator. Helped me, told me what teams were trying to do to me in this coverage and that coverage. Then I started asking him more and more questions. I'm like. Shit, this, now I know what quarterbacks and offensive coordinators, that's why the receiver was just a pawn to me. Then the quarterback became a pawn because I started scouting these guys differently because of what they were trying to do to me. Then, I, you know, to break down the tendencies and all that stuff. There's a lot of great receivers, but all I have to do is be in position. I don't have to cover you all down the field. Did you ever play soccer or did you only play basketball in the offseason? No, I played soccer when I was a kid. But you never played like for, for agility and stuff like that, of no. footwork, anything like that? Gosnell Hope Park in Hampton, uh, Virginia. Um, I didn't play. I played because it was just running. So you never, did you ever play soccer in the offseason? No. No, no. So it's not, so I know that it's not like soccer, basketball fused together. Because good good soccer players haven't been able to play basketball because of hand eye coordination. Football players play basketball in the off season because it works your body out differently than just running sprints and you know and, and doing the workouts you do in football. Yeah, but the basketball guys on the off season they play racquetball. They don't play basketball because because of the long season they have. They get burnt out so much. Uh, a lot of basketball guys play racquetball and uh, football players play basketball. Play basketball. A lot of guys get hurt playing basketball. Yeah. Well, it's less physical though. Takes away the yeah physique. <laughs> and what football? Yeah, yeah. Fo- yeah, basketball compared football. to basketball, football, yeah. way less physical. And, they, and, they, and being in basketball shape and being in football shape is are completely different things. Right, and that's what I did. But yeah. you got the, you got aerobic and you got anaerobic. You got to stop and go, and you got to go real quick. Uh, that's what basketball came into play because a lot of us played those kind of positions: receivers, uh, DB, stop and go. You wanted to cover the best guy, regardless of how good he was in the gym. Right. You wanted to cover him because he's going to make you work. And then you was getting in shape. You, your, your agenda was different from his. Uh, you go in there, and those guys want to play against the whoever the athlete team that's coming in there. Well, we used to go in uh, the gyms around here, the L.A. Fitness right here, and that's all we did on all season. We played basketball. Played basketball. Was it in your contract that you could? I mean, there were certain things you could, like, you know what I mean? Because they're, obviously, you're, <laughs> well, you're an cousin. employee. Oh. <laughs> I, it, 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 well, no, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it, no. if it didn't say, hey, don't do this. Don't ride motorcycles. It, it, yeah, it, okay, it, so um, it's not, you can you can do stuff on the offseason. That, because that was, that, to me, that was workout. And I, I didn't have no quarter, no contracted, like, no, like, has, uh, who was it? Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Roethlisberger. Yeah, I didn't have a quarter a contract like that to take me on, to keep me away from myself. His contracts keep him away from damaging himself because every offseason he would do something silly. Yeah, but if you if you got a if you got a star player and you want him to be ready for a training camp. Yeah, you can put that in the contract. No riding motorcycles. No, no. Uh, but basketball got us in shape. That was conditioning. That was the work we did. Because we can go out there and do seven on seven, and we still can get hurt. Yeah, I remember Vladimir Romanovich played for the Lakers. He injured, like, I think he broke his leg or tore his ACL snowboarding one year, and they voided his contract. Yeah. But if, like, if, this it, was, if it was in the contract and he did it anyway, that's null and void. He, he didn't obligate his contract. They probably put it in your contract after you get hurt once. <laughs> no, he can't do that. <laughs> if he's crazy enough to try to read that, he should fire him, his lawyer, agent, and fire himself. No. All right, the Spurs coming back. All these guys coming back. Are they the team to beat next year? Yes. Even Because what is uh, Oklahoma City Thunder going to do? Who, who are they going to bring in? I know they got 
Sir, they they got their big three, if you will. Sergey, uh, Will, uh, Russell, um, and Durant. I would love if they brought in a point guard. Yeah, that would that would help them. You know, take There's the ball like a point guard, like a Rondo, somebody that doesn't need to score the ball that can facilitate. Move Russell Westbrook to the two. If Rondo move go Gar- there. Durant to the three. Or no, he like won't it, go no, there. I know, but like it, Rondo don't want to be in Boston anymore. Because he don't have... Yeah, he might go to the Lakers. He don't, I mean, this is like, I don't want him to be a Laker. I don't. But it, it's a perfect situation for Why him not? to be... It just Because he's, he's an awful person in the locker room. How Nobody's know? wanted to play... That's all come out when, when, uh, when Ray Allen left. Ray Allen and him used to get into it. Kevin Garnett... You said he was you, better than these guys? No, I just think it's he didn't have the respect that those three players deserved, especially Paul Pierce. I mean, and Doc Rivers and him used to always get into it. But Doc Rivers was a guard; he's hands on with his guards. Yeah. yeah, that's like if you you are, you a receiver. Yeah, but you're also a player, and you have to understand listening to your coach. Yeah, but you're a receiver. I know, and because Doc Rivers did play at a high level, but you're a receiver. You are, you're a point guard. I, here's what you need to be seeing. I didn't know what you see. I'm going to let you go for a long time and see what you see. And then as I watch the game and then I watch film, I'm like, this guy, he still don't get it. He's not, he's not hitting the open guy. He's not putting it on the block where he's not right. finding the mismatches. Right. Right. Only, I mean, thing, only thing he was looking at Ray Allen, it was like, duh, all you do is run around picks and shoot the three. I'm the one that's breaking down the defense. And he's going to be, he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. So, of course, you got to, like, <laughs> I can understand where Rondo is coming from, but I think he'll fit real nice in LA. Well, so Roger Rondo <laughs> should have been finals MVP that year, could have been Definitely. when they won the championship. Yeah. He had okay. triple, like, yeah, like yeah I mean, he was out of his series. mind. But um, he's injury prone. Some something's amiss with his workouts. No, he's with not his injury prone, he, he he's been his, hurt every year. That was a freak incident. You know his elbow. Yeah, man, I cringed up. He I came that. back that game. Yeah, <laughs> he came back. He tried yeah. to come back that game. Yeah. But then you know, realize that thing go the other way. Uh-huh. He can't do this no more. That little fake, and then lay so it up. with OKC, what are they going to do? Uh, they need to bring in somebody that will take some of the pressure of Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook you, from running the team. They need to bring, I think. They need to bring in a coach who's commentating right now, who was commentating this offseason, who just got fired from uh, Golden Mark State. Jackson? Yeah, I was, I was going to get to that. But oh. yeah. Bring in Mark Jackson? Well, they, but, they can keep their coach, but Mark Jackson needs to go to Cleveland. But I don't think Cleveland deserve any of that because how those fans <laughs> was treating the, the, the king... How do you treat the king who didn't win Jack before that? So you don't think Cleveland just don't deserve nothing? Yeah. They, 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 they no, can't no, have no. no future? Yeah, they can. But after they pay their dues, everybody paid for They have paid their dues. Well, no, they have They've been the no, crappiest team in the NBA no, over the past four years. Man, they got Kyrie over there. They, 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 Not they for long. Fun. Then why would the king go back there? Because they got a better team now than the team he had when he was there. So here's the thing. You have, you have pieces there. In Cleveland. They're going to get the number one overall pick. They're going to draft Joel Embiid. He's going to be a bust, which is going to be problematic. LeBron James go back. Harry Irvin. You, put, you got the, uh, what's the, the big guy uh, still there? Man, yeah. Who? What's the big Frazier. guy? Yeah, and they have Tristan Frazier. Thompson. I mean, they have some guys. They have Deion Waiters, who hasn't panned out as much as Bradley Beal has <laughs> in Washington. He's won't, won't, won't Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh opt out and go to Cleveland? And then you got Joe Embiid. That's ridiculous. You got, it is ridiculous. But most of this is all Chris Bosh still wants 20 mil a year. What? He's going to still want $20 mil a year. No, Chris Bosh said he'll take a pay cut. To stay well, yeah, with if Carmelo comes in. He's, he said he'd take a pay cut to stay with LeBron yeah. in the game. Yeah. That's like boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. No, he knows where his bread's buttered mm, with championship wise. Like- <laughs> I don't know why he always got to go dirty. Chris Bosh is like the no, little side chick. Like, no. Chris Bosh is like the little side chick, you know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just the one you could just call up. Like, Let's go have some fun. Let's go get some wins. You're I'm out of take your a mind. pay cut. I'm take a pay cut. <laughs> yeah. No, and, no, it's called I, being I, a good I, teammate, too. Who's the team? Out of, well, Watch the Suns because the Suns got a lot of picks in his in his NBA draft coming up. Yeah, this is what excited. they do with them. This is the biggest draft in Suns history 
take away the Phoenix um, Suns will be in the playoffs. Mark my word, you heard it first right here. Okay. Over who? In the playoffs? What what eight teams from the playoffs that, that just made it this oh, they're gonna, they're they gonna get past Dallas. That's one. Dallas, I mean I, I could understand they're that. They're gonna get past Dallas. That's one team. Dallas gonna bring in something something. It ain't gonna be enough. Or they're gonna get rid of Dirk. I mean it, it's they can't get rid of Dirk. You got old you man River Dirk. You can't get rid of Dirk. hundred percent you can. No, you well can. no, they won't no, get rid of him. They'll let him go somewhere if he wants to go somewhere. Hundred percent they'll let him go. And then like I said, the Phoenix Suns will get past Dallas. Uh they will be in the playoffs. All you had to be in the eight seed. They were fighting all year. We kept watching them like we was the Yeah, they had a tough schedule. Yeah, well, they, that, they that makes them battle-tested. Yeah, they that's, played playoff yeah. teams. That's why exactly. I say the best. Yeah, that's, that's why I say the West. This draft is one of the most important Well, then they're going to use all those drafts. They're going to prepare for the future. Also. Get about two things you need this year. Or you could use two out of those three and trade up to get in the top seven. Right. You could use And two then you could still have your 20-whatever pick that you're getting from, uh, from somebody. No. Um... Get somebody this year. Maybe get a free agent. When we say they need a veteran free agent, not no veteran three-year veteran. When they need a five-year veteran who's been around the league, who not been around the league, but has been on a team that's like it's his turn right now, yeah, who well, can come in and show some leadership. Uh, and they they have they have some leadership over there, but they need somebody to get them over their hump. I don't say they use all those picks. I say you you got. They're talking man, about drafting trade. like Doug McDermott or the kid from mid, the shooter from Michigan. Wait a minute, they need a big McDermott? guy. McDermott's not they need a big guy. They, they don't have anything guy. down low at all, and that's why they're going to be the AFC because they don't think trade all three picks guy. for Kevin Love. Just call it a day. No, Kevin for one year. No, well, no. That he would have to have. He would have to say he's going to sign an extension yeah, he with would Eric. Have to but do Eric Bledsoe now is an interesting piece. Because people will come and play with him. We got to go, man. It's time up. Unfortunately, we got it. We have to go. Time's up. Uh, Alex Clancy, Jim Relishay. That sounded a little bit more. <laughs> What's that? I don't know what he's talking about. Convincing the second time. Anyway, we'll see you guys Thursday. We're going to take tomorrow off and do some other stuff. Kwame uh, Lass Sports Talk. See you guys later. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>